news of the Sam Bradford trade comes down to you, what's the, the immediate thought process of how to get the, the rookie ready? You know, one step at a time. I mean, it's a long process that started, you know, the day we drafted Carson. That preparation process starts and, uh, you know, it just continues with obviously a different role from him moving from third team up to first team. Um, no one was expecting it, but you look every move that, that gets made, you find you look forward to the moves that are made. You look forward to working with the guys that are going to be here. And uh, so that, that's the mindset going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's why he's here. That's you know, there were when you when you look and evaluate Carson in the process, you know, if there's five to seven key boxes that you're trying to check off um, for a guy that can come in and be an elite quarterback, he checks off all the boxes. And, you know, furthermore, if you're scoring on all those boxes on a one to ten scale, he scores nine or ten on a lot of those boxes. And um, but all that being said, it's probably the most difficult position to play in sports. And there's so many factors that go into it that uh, there's no doubt in my mind he's ready to play. Um, but there's so many factors that can happen, and we'll see how it all plays out. We're just very confident and, uh, and excited about what, right. what's coming a, up. Was there a moment over the last three weeks or so where you realized, hey, this kid's ready? And when this, when the, this came down from the personnel department, where you felt comfortable going to Carson? Uh, you know, I felt he's, when we evaluated him, uh, you know, I felt he was always ready. Um, that didn't always mean, you know, I was always 100% behind Coach Peterson's plan. I thought it was a great plan. I think that plan was working out exactly how Coach Peterson wanted it to work out. And I think the steadfastness of his leadership and the vision that he had was playing out just how he envisioned it. Nobody can predict the things that happens and the moves that you have to make that you think that Howie and, and Doug had to make to think what was best for the team at the time. You can't predict some of those things. But I think Doug's leadership was was clear and the vision was good and, and, and now you just adapt. And you know, that's the ongoing part of this business that you have to be able to do. And I've always felt that whenever Carson got his chance, whether it was next year or game three or game ten, I I've always felt he would be ready or game one, I feel he'll be ready. What happens on some days that he can't prepare for that he can't simulate You know what just the ebb and flow of the game, you know, I the ups and downs, um, the, the speed of the game, you know, he's seeing it against our defense all the time. I mean, not that it's live. Um, some guys just have that. Just some guys have what it takes. Some guys can translate it. It doesn't matter what level you've played on. You have qualities that make you a, a great player, and that's what we think we have in Carson. And uh, But he's like anybody else. He has to go out and prove it. And, um, it's a long season. It begins this Sunday, and we're all excited about that. I mean, a lot of you know he's he's six five, two hundred forty pounds, and and he's got very very good athletic ability for the position. I mean, for any position, but um, this is a big man's game. This is a physical game. This is a game that, it, it, you know, and so when you have that kind of athleticism and that kind of size, and then, uh, and then you work that along with what I would say very high grades in processing speed and intelligence, and then leadership and, you know, and playmaking ability, um, 
and all those other X factors, um, I just think that's a good form. That, those are a lot of good things to check off. Yeah, and just to continue to build. You know, I mean, if you've, you, again, we've said before, when he's out on the field, I think defenses know he's on the field. I think our quarterbacks know he's, I think our whole team knows he's on the field. He's that kind of a presence. Um, so, you know, we just have to, we have playmakers. It comes down to playmakers. And really the way we define that is how do you make an explosive play on first or second down? And then playmaking really gets defined on third down and in the red zone keeping drives alive and getting the ball in the end zone. And that's where, you know, if you're going to start to piecemeal a guy in who has that kind of ability, you know, you want him to be, you know, they want to be difference-making kind of plays. So those will, those will be key. We saw, saw that play in Indianapolis, the, you know, the jump ball. How, that's all about timing. I mean, how often do, uh, has Carson and, and uh, Doriel worked on that? You know, throwing a fade ball is, yeah, there, there's a certain thing you got to throw it to the same guy again and again. but. Some of it is a fade ball is a fade ball, and some quarterbacks have a natural touch and feel for it. I think Carson loves throwing the fade ball, um, has a natural touch and feel for it. So uh, the confidence will build with a guy like DGB more and more you throw it to him. But some of it is just DGB's ability to go up and get it. He's been doing this for a long time. So uh, he's been running those kind of routes for a long time. So it's a, it's a quick transition, I think. You talked about not having what do you expect for um, you know, I've coached with Ray for one year in Arizona, so uh, you know he's from that pit. You know, he's from that Dick LeBeau tree. I have a lot of respect for Ray's a really good football coach. Uh, know him well, and uh, y you know he's he has a pretty sophisticated blitz package. You know that Pittsburgh has always had, and that Ray has put his own little twist on it. Um, and he's you know not afraid to be aggressive and attack, um, but just very well coached, uh, very good schemes for a lot of years. Um, a little bit, you know, because part of the game is scheme, part of the game is matchups. You know, when you play earlier in the year, you, you just don't have as, as much tape on teams as obviously as you do when you get into it further. But, um, you know, you get what you can. They have the same problem there. They have the same problem looking at us. So, uh, you know, that's, that's just part of the, the nature of it. Doug talked about with Carson Wentz not fighting for that extra yard right now. It's not the NFC title game. With a guy with his ability to run, how much do you need to manage within his game to not fight for that extra yard? Because your mentality takes over in the heat of the moment. You know, I think that, you know, I know Coach has been talking to Carson about that from the day he got here. I know I've been talking to him about that, and so has Coach DiFilippo. Um, so, you know, I mean, Carson hasn't played as much in preseason as we all thought he was going to play to show that he's kind of got that message. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I think he has gotten the message. I think he's a very smart guy, and he understands the role and responsibility that he has to stay, to give himself the best chance to stay healthy. And, uh, you know, and I expect him to do that. Now, you know, I mean, he is who he is. So you get, you got, sometimes you're going to try to make an aggressive play, but I think we'll see that he's gotten that message. You know, we'll, we'll mix some things up. You know, we'll use our three tight end package in ways that we have always used it and that you see. Um, you can always move You can always move Trey back there. We can find other offensive or defensive linemen to kind of put back there in specialty situations. Um, so, you know, we'll just continue to build that fullback package smallly, small piece by piece as we go. Sproles obviously was a new 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a good thing about a guy who's been around playing at a high level as long as Sproles has been. A lot of things on tape, you know, know the kind of routes that he's good at, know how we can isolate him and, and, and use his strengths and certainly plan on trying to do that in every way we can. Yeah, and, and I think that would have been most teams' game plan for week one is, you know, you've got all this install in training camp. You know, you've run all your base offense. You don't show a whole lot in preseason. So, um, you know, you want to keep it simple and play fast. So that would have been the case anyway, uh, no matter who was playing quarterback. Certainly it's true with Carson. And, uh, but that's for all of our players. And um, I don't think the amount of stuff that's in the plan is going to be an issue for Carson. I mean, the guy is, I can't emphasize how smart this guy is. I mean, he is off the charts, smart, just plain smart. I mean, you know, like smart, smart. But then on top of that, the football IQ and the acumen is just way, way high, way high. What's the concern that, that comes with uh, having him start? so early what's the biggest concern for you at having him start so early like any young player trying to do too much too fast trying to understand that not every you know not every play is the play of the game you know that you got to sometimes live to play another uh, play another play so um and use the guy and, and don't this is true for any young player you don't have to be the hero you know you don't have to be the hero just play good football be disciplined. You know, you can be a great instinctive athlete and be able to do all kinds of things, but you still have to play good, disciplined football. Play within the system. Um, you've got good players around you. You're on a good team. You're in a good organization. Just do your job and do it well. Execute. You know, as Coach Stout says all the time, you know, execution fuels emotion. You know, we know he's a passionate, high-energy guy. Well, there's nothing that builds excitement and energy and passion on the football field like execution. So at the end of the day, you can bring all those things to the table, but you have to execute the offense play by play, first down by first down, and then you know, get the ball in the end zone. And so we just want to keep it simple, keep focused on executing. Execute the offense, whatever it calls for. There's a, Doug's brought a great system. We've got a lot of reps in it, a lot of mental reps, a lot of tape study. Just run, run our offense and execute it well, and good things will happen. Do you think back in January, February, you recall the first time something Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, to me, the, one of the things that jumps out, the first time I watched Carson's college tape was, you know, he just, his, his size and his strength and his athleticism, you know, just make him, and then just this natural playmaking ability, you know, just had that instinct and feel that you look for in a guy. Um, and he wasn't, he wasn't all, it just wasn't a guy who was big and strong and could run and was athletic. This was a guy that you could tell was in control. When you watched his film and you look at his body movements, you know, you look at the body language, you know, when you're around this game a long time and you've seen the elite guys do it a long time, there's a body language, there's body movements, there's certain, you know, you watch 80 plays in a college game and, there, and then there's 10 plays that you say, no one else can do that. And that's what, that's what an NFL quarterback looks like. And that's just what continually jumped off the tape. You know, you watch 10 games, and each game there's 10 plays that you say, that's what makes him the number two pick in the draft. And that's, you know, he gets a chance to show that now at the next level.